and welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and I'm so excited that you're joining us today. We are going to have a fascinating conversation, as usual, as we learn from people all around the world at all ages and stages of life. Stay tuned as we shift our dementia care from crisis to comfort. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Alzheimer's Speaks. Today, we're going to be talking about music therapy. And we are going to be talking with Alexis Baker, who is a board certified music therapist, and she owns Bridgetown Music Therapy. She is an absolute doll, and you are going to love our conversation that we have today. We're going to be talking about music as engagement and how it's good for the mind, the body, and the soul. And not only the person with dementia, but for care partners and anyone else, you know, listening in, um, these things can just be life changing for us. And they're simple things that we can implement and they're fun. Uh, so uh, again, really looking forward to this conversation. But before I introduce you, I want to just do a shout out for Arthur's Senior Care. We do a memory cafe twice a month, the second and the fourth Wednesday of each month. Anyone around the world is invited to join us. We do this virtually uh, from about one to three o'clock central time. And, you know, we're located in Minnesota here, but we have somebody in Belgium and New Jersey and Florida. Um, so anyone is, is welcome. You can just reach out to me at uh, Lori at alzheimerspeaks.com. Also, if you are local, I uh, work with a group with the Shoreview Community Center called Caregiver Connect, and we meet the last Wednesday of each month from 10 to 11.30, and that group actually has respite care as well for your loved one. You know, we need to screen them a little bit to make sure it's appropriate, but uh, that's a really uh, wonderful group if you're in the the Twin Cities area and would like to participate, you can reach out to me again at Lori, L-O-R-I at alzheimerspeaks.com. Or you can just call the Shoreview Community Center at 763-913-6140. And I would also encourage people to go to our website, alzheimerspeaks.com. There you can tap into all of our free educational resources. There's all kinds of things there. Uh, we have one whole section that we have dedicated just for that. Um, and you can also access our new book, Betty the Bald Chicken Lessons in How to Care, which um, is written as a children's book, but it's good for any and all ages. It's not dementia specific. So you can use it for um, kids that are being bullied in school. You can uh, deal with um divorce, addiction, um, chronic illnesses, uh, just any time when someone's not feeling like they fit in and things are a little bit off. It's a great way to get people to think about how they care for themselves, how they want others to care for them um, as well, and how they care for others too. So um, last thing I want to mention is Dementia Map, our global resource directory. Please feel free to check that out. That's just DementiaMap.com. We have over 150 categories you can search. There's a blog, a glossary of terms, a calendar of events, 
Um, you won't be asked for any personal information. We want you to feel comfortable and that you can access things um, at your at your own uh, will without being pestered or bothered or worried about being hacked or scammed. We also invite um, anyone with a service product or tool, if you are a profit, nonprofit or government agency, maybe you're a person living with dementia or a care partner um, who has a book, a YouTube channel, has created a Facebook page, uh, a little bit of everyone is there. We, we want to make it easy for people to access information. So that is it for my housekeeping. Let's introduce you to our guest. So Alexis, I am so excited to have you on the show today. You are just kind of this beam of fresh air and the energy you have is just absolutely wonderful. So I'm going to have you, if you don't mind, introduce yourself to our audience. Sure. And thank you so much, Lori. It's it's wonderful to be here with you today. It's such an honor to be on your show and I'm just very excited. Uh, my name is Alexis Baker. I am a board certified music therapist. I just hit the 10 year mark being a certified music therapist. And I'm also the founder and owner of Bridgetown Music Therapy. I began in 2016, but then officially launched beginning of 2017. Wonderful. Well, congratulations on that 10 year marker. That's a biggie. That's a Thank biggie. You. And we're so thrilled that you're part of Dementia Map. And um, we're just so excited to have you there. Music is so near and dear to so many. And um, today, hopefully, we'll explore the power of it um, that many people, I think, overlook and don't truly understand um, how much of a difference it can make in their life. Um, but before I get into my questions for you, I always like to ask all of my guests if they've been personally touched by dementia in their own family or circle of friends. Yes, that's uh, part of my my story of becoming a music therapist and coming to the point of serving individuals living with dementia through music. So my grandmother had Alzheimer's. She passed away when I was 16. Um, and we we didn't get to see her very often because she lived on the east coast of the country. We lived on the west coast, but we would go out every two or three years to visit her. And I could definitely we we saw the decline more in chunks, not the the gradual decline of days, weeks, months, but years apart. And I'll never forget the last time I saw her. Um, she was we were saying hello to her and her care community. And she was like, now, who are you? Um, she didn't remember her grandchildren or their names. And that was, that was really sad for me. But I also, um, I also saw how she loved music and uh, her late husband was a very, very gifted pianist. So music was always in their home. Oh, neat. It's, it's so interesting how so many people have personal ties and it, you know, and it really comes through, I think, when you have that personal tie, that, that passion and compassion to really make a difference. Um, it, it's something that I think people can't even hide if they wanted to, you know, yes. um, why, why don't we start out with having you explain what is music therapy? Cause there's probably some listeners that don't really know what that means. Yeah, that's a great question to start with. And it's one I 
get all the time as a music therapist. And it's really interesting because music therapy is growing as a field and in recognition and awareness, but it's still not fully known what it is. It's kind of this mysterious thing. Um, but it music therapy can be broken down into two parts. So the first part is the use of the music. And that's, it's com- a combination of art and science. So there's a lot of research behind it. So all of those, um, we call them music interventions or music experiences. They're all evidence-based and they're used in a way to accomplish specific goals that are based on the needs of a of an individual or group. And then the second part of it is that it involves the um it involves a a trained um certified person, a credentialed music therapist within a therapeutic relationship. So you put those two things together and you get music therapy and music therapists are trained very in- intensively. We're trained to do assessments and documentation and evaluations and treatment planning and session planning, all the things involved in doing a, a type of therapy. So it really is scientific, research-backed. It's not just this weird thing out there <laughs> that, someone made, up along, that yeah. someone made up along the way. Uh, music therapy actually started around Uh, World War II, when musicians began going into hospitals and playing um, for soldiers that had been injured, either mentally, emotionally, physically, it could have been PTSD or a physical injury. And they were playing for them for, you know, something to, to redirect, take up the time, just something enriching, but they were noticing all these positive effects of that. So that's kind of how it it st- all started. And we've been around as a profession for about, I would say about 70 years now. Okay. Now, I think people might be surprised at how long you have to go to school um, yes. to become a music therapist. Can you share that? Because I, you know, I think so often people think, oh, they're, they're musical, you know, they, they just have that talent, but it's, it's far beyond the talent. Um, for music therapy anyways that that's my my take on it yes uh, many people aren't aware of the education that goes into it and I I do want to differentiate there's um, music education and then there's music entertainment so you can go to school to become a music educator um, performer within music and then there's music therapy and that's a third option and it involves four years of coursework. So it's a bachelor um, degree entry level. That's just the, the base um, to get into the field. But then it's more than that. So it's it's not just a bachelor's degree. It's all of the coursework and um, 180 hours of practicum while you're doing the coursework. And then after you finish all of that, you do a six-month full-time minimum internship and that completes your your uh, 1200 clinical hours required to um, become a therapist and then after that then you take a certification exam and that is through the um, 
board certification for music therapists. Okay. So for your journey through that whole process, did you ever have any second doubts or were there moments where it just like um, reignited going, I am in the right space here? Yes, I never, I never had any doubts that I wasn't um, pursuing the right thing, but I, I had many thoughts throughout that time that, man, this is really hard, but it's worth it. So hard, but worth it. And there were a lot of points along the way that it was a lot of fun too. Like I always tell people, people, music therapy is such a fun job. We get to bring the fun. We get to address, um, address areas of need through music, which makes it, which a lot of times people don't realize they're involved in a therapy because it ends up being fun for them too. Yeah, because it, it's there. I think that we're so used to music being entertaining, and yeah. so it, it's kind of um, disarming, and people don't really know what what is happening. I, you know, I didn't really know about music therapy until my mom, you know, was living with dementia for thirty years, and and then it kind of crept in. And I always knew that she loved music. I mean, even when she went to live in a nursing home. She wanted to be part of the choir that went around to sing because she was able to still do that. And up until the very end of life, her body, no matter how far declined, even the very end of life um, mm -hmm. stages, you know, there was still a reaction to music mm -hmm. with her. And um, boy, being able to get those clips and just capture them as a family member for me that was massively massively huge um, because I can say now I can go back and on my one of my worst days where I'm just having a horrible horrible time and struggling I'll go back and I'll watch one of those pictures and it's hard not to be joyful seeing her even you know, when she can't sing the whole song or she'd go to sleep, but then she comes back again, it, the, the burst of energy and joy and connection, it's, it's undeniable. And it was, it was a fascinating thing for me to learn. Cause I think, um, I think for myself and many others, we take music for granted. You know, we get in the car, we turn it on and, and we know it's changing our mood, but we don't consciously think that it's changing our mood. Um, right. and, and so, um, it's, it's really interesting, I think for people to learn, learn more on that. Can you talk about some of the benefits, you know, what can music really offer somebody with dementia and does it vary depending on the stage they're in? Hi everyone. If you've been injured in an accident, that was not your fault. Listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. 
Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Music can affect a person at any level of functioning they're at. Um, music activates all areas of the brain, so it's it's very engaging for a person and the benefits are abundant and far-reaching. Um, it's it's almost like a superpower, like this ama- incredible medium that can affect a person in so many different ways. It really activates the feel-good centers of the brain, and it can help um, create even create new neural pathways in the brain. So music can do all kinds of things for a person, and it doesn't really matter what stage of dementia they're at um it the the way they're interacted with and the types of music activities or experiences you present to them may may vary you may want to adjust that along the way but um, music can really help redirect with difficult behavior associated with dementia it can help ease anxieties it can um it can help with the whole cognitive stimulation and engagement. So when they're declining as a result of dementia, and uh, sometimes people are just at a loss of like, what do I, what do I do with them now? What, what are they able to engage in? Um, music can be that for them. It can help. Um, it can help a lot with self-expression. So a lot of times what I've seen in my work is people with Alzheimer's or dementia of some type re- start to retreat within themselves. They begin to shut down little by little in different ways, and they really um, disengage with the world around them, and um, communication becomes more difficult, but music can help draw them out. I've seen so many times where a person's head is just down, and they're not engaging with the people around them they aren't very emotionally expressive but then they start singing and their face lights up and they're like oh there's like they're looking around the room like there's other people around me um so it can really help with social interaction and connection um self-expression um i like to say it, it can help a person find their voice again I've had patients where they have begun to lose the ability to speak, communicate verbally, but they're able to sing. And that's another form of communication. Yeah. Um, and it's, they can connect with a loved one or um, or the, the fellow residents, fellow people around them. Well, and I've heard, too, that music can help people, um, you know, go to sleep or wake up or... Um, eat you know if they're if they're not eating and you said like kind of calm down even for like grooming and things like that uh can be a real struggle uh but i also think one of the things that's overlooked with music therapy because even though you're working with a person or a group it has this like ripple effect in a room so even if you're working with one person it just, and I've never not seen this happen. It just ripples out into the room and the mood changes. 
And sometimes staff and family members are shocked at the change in the person themselves. Um, and, and other residents sometimes, you know, can feel that way as well. But it's, it's just kind of this lifting experience that is, it's almost a, an unconscious movement that people don't even realize is happening until all of a sudden it just kind of hits them in the heart. And they're like, wow, something changed, you know, and, and sometimes people can't even put their finger on what it is. And yet, you know, the music is playing out right before them. And I, I find it fascinating, but I think it is because we, you know, we just kind of take it for granted and mm -hmm. um, haven't realized, you know, all of the power behind it. Um, for those of you that are just chiming in with us right now, we are talking with Alexis Baker, who is the owner of Bridgetown Music Therapy. And uh, she's just been kind of defining what music therapy is, how she got into it. So if you just hopped on, you might want to reel on back um, and hear the whole conversation. You can always go to her website, which is Bridgetown um, and then MT for musictherapy.com. She is on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn and um, is easily accessible. And we are thrilled that she's also on Dementia Map with us as well. Now, before I go back to Alexis, I'm just going to drop in a clip here of my own mom and her response to music. And this is something where she was in her end stages. And you'll see that she goes to sleep but wakes up. But you will recognize the joy um, within her. I mean, you, you cannot not see it. And to me, that's one of the most powerful, powerful pieces of working with a music therapist. So I just thought since my mom was uh, the one who got me into this space, I'm going to highlight her on, on this video. So here we go. This is going to be a very sweet day with Dorothy and Barbara Lee. Yes, I do. 
So we are back again with Alexis and I, I want to hear, you know, how and, and why all of those things about Bridgetown, you know, music therapy, it's a big step to go out on your own. So what made you decide to do that? <laughs> well, music therapists are trained to work with many different ages and populations of people all the way from birth through death in, in hospice care. So it's such a wide spectrum, but within that, there's there's so many different directions you can go. There's so many different types of music, genres. Um, music therapy is heavily based on music preference, so that plays, plays into the age people are. Um, they, they tend to cling to music from from their time, from the, from, uh, that's typically their teens, twenties, and thirties. So if they're older adults, then we're going back several decades. And I was finding myself spread thin. I was, um, my first three years being a professional music therapist, I was serving children, adults with developmental disability. Uh, I was in mental health. I was in I was serving older adults as well. So quite a big age range. And I was doing all kinds of different types of music. And it was, it just got to be too much. I got to the point where I just, I really wanted to specialize. And I think a lot of music therapists end up doing that. They decide to specialize in a particular age or population. And I had always loved older adults. And I was really drawn to the dementia dementia care field and all that involved. So I left the the company I was with and just went off on my own. It was scary, <laughs> but I I just started small and grew and I began serving care communities in the Portland, Oregon area. I was a traveling music therapist, so I would drive around to all of my clients and I would work a lot with uh, groups of residents within these communities. Um, I would bring all my instruments with me and facilitate a, a session. And it was wonderful. I really loved that. And I was um, growing a solid business. And I, uh, I had a couple other music therapists working for me as we grew. And then COVID happened. <laughs> and all of that changed. So that was a big um, turning point in my business. And I can, I can share more about that. But the reason I began music therapy, I was uh, Bridgetown music therapy, excuse me, I was fueled by this passion and desire to use music to make a difference in people's lives. And that's still my calling. That's still what I hold to, even though what I'm doing today looks different from what I was doing several years ago. Um, so that's, that's the why behind Bridgetown Music Therapy. And okay. I love it. <laughs> Wonderful. Do you want to share with us your website? Um, I know there's so much there that that people can access, it might be helpful uh, for them to see how to maneuver the site. Yes, so I will do screen share in a bit. But I do want to explain um, what I'm doing now and how that's kind of different from what I was doing. I'm I'm still using my skills and experience as a music therapist, but in 2020, 
uh, with COVID, I lost all of my in-person clients. I wasn't able to go in to see them as an as an outside vendor. And um, my husband is a professional videographer. So in just talking and trying to figure out an alternative to provide service, we decided to put our skills together. And he began filming me, um, playing, singing, um, essentially creating pre-recorded sessions. And I really just took my years of experience and put it in video format. So all the way down to the subtleties of like how I interact with the camera and really um, make it feel like they're right, like I'm right there with them, they're right there with me, and really inviting them in to sing with me. Let's do some stretching now and uh, deep breathing and relaxation to music. So we created a whole online program, and I'm pulling it up now. Okay. Uh, it's still on our main website, bridgetownmt.com. So if you go there, you'll see um, you'll see all our info. And we we have two programs. One is called Singing at Home. One is called Music with Alexis. And they are essentially the same program. They get access to the same thing when at sign up. But Singing at Home is for individuals. And Music with Alexis is for groups and communities. And the biggest difference between them is the pricing. So we just offer, offer lower pricing for individuals. Um, so this is our website. And I'll actually log in to the member area. Um, so anyone who signs up, it's a membership type model. Anyone who signs up gets full access to our video library. We have over 300 videos in our library now because we started um, this program three years ago now and we just kept creating videos. So we built up quite a collection and they're all organized by length of session. So we have half hour, an hour long, we have individual songs, and then we have special collections that are uh, either time of year. So we have our winter holiday collection. And then on this next page, we have hymns and spirituals, which is very popular, and our Americana collection. So they get access to all of this as a member. And I'll just click into one of these. We just have a huge variety of themes and genres. So this is an example of our half an hour session themed sessions. Uh, so there's just multiple pages of sessions here. Okay, wonderful. This and, is fantastic. Yeah, so, and then just a little further, if you click into a session, it will show, it will always show you the length of time, um, the songs that are in that session. And then there's a, an uh, option to download the lyrics as a PDF, but oh, nice. also all of the lyrics are all on screen. Okay. So yes, they're always right there in front of you, but if you want a physical copy of the song lyrics to sing, sing along, there's that option. Uh, we have something that's called a movement moment and um, they're in a lot of the sessions. It's just five, five 
or so minutes to get our bodies moving, moving with gentle stretching. And we always, I always do it from a seated position. And um, so we call that movement moment. And then we also have a member toolbox, which has a bunch of resources as well. The bulk of our program is the, the video library and all those um, songs and sessions you can access, but we have a lot of resources in here. Spotify playlists when you just want to listen and versus having the video. And oh, we do great. a monthly live session that's available to our members and, and non-members. It's free to join. So just lots of options for engaging with music. Oh, this is fantastic, Lexus. It's uh, it's just so important and it's easy to maneuver too. You've laid it out really nicely. So um, I appreciate that. And I'm sure many others do as well because sometimes you can go to the sites and they, they're just so complicated. <laughs> you don't know how to start and finish and things. Um, I did want to ask you, because it looks like you've got this holiday collection for um you know coming up for for the christmas holiday and new year's and things like that what types of things are are in that collection and is that something somebody can subscribe to separately then yes thank you for asking we just launched the holiday collection and what we did is we created we made it an a la carte item so a standalone item that um they can sign up for and get access to 55 videos in that collection um, through January 10th. So just over the over the winter holidays, we have Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, Hanukkah and New Year's in there. So it's perfect for this time of year. And it's just a one time payment versus an a reoccurring payment as a as an ongoing member. So it it's a great way to try out our program and just perfect for this time of year with a, like the winter holidays, um, especially Christmas has a lot of music associated with it, and a lot of people have strong memories tied to those those songs. So it's a really powerful, uh, valuable tool to use with someone living with dementia. Oh, definitely. I, I love that. Now, is that something like a, a memory cafe could subscribe to and use as a group as well? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. It could be for an individual living at home, a group gathering a um, a day program, mm -hmm. a uh, care community. Um, there's all kinds of different settings our program can be used in. It wouldn't hurt in the doctor's offices even. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, that is really, really cool. Um, I'm so glad that, yeah, you know, you shared the the website with us. Uh, so much there for people to be able to find out. Now, you know, your focus today, are you a one-person show or do you have other people working for you? And are you starting to go back out into the community or you know, are you looking at staying kind of online because you can reach more people, I would imagine that way? Yeah, so we, we've we gotten amazing feedback on what we're, what we're doing now with this program because it's very, it makes, it makes it very accessible and uh, cost-effective. So mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of 
what we're focusing on is an alternative um, to formal music therapy services that can often be um, tough to to find a music therapist. There's only ten thousand in the in the United States, and they don't all work with seniors. So there, we're kind of few and far between, especially if you're not in a um, like a big city area. They can be tough to find a music therapist and then it can be cost prohibitive too and if if a person or a community is able to hire a music therapist I'm always all for that like full support I always encourage uh, music therapy services but our program makes a great alternative to that if they're not able to access a music therapist or they don't have um the funds. So we're really, I I made a tough decision in 2020 to really shift the focus of my business. And um, I really am focusing on this new, this new platform, this new way of delivering services. It's kind of an, it's kind of a new concept. There aren't, I, I don't know of many other music therapists doing what I'm doing. Um, but I, I am focused on this. I still do a, a little bit of in-person music therapy on the side because I still very much love that. And we have a small team. We have our videographer and webmaster, who's my husband. And then we have a life enrichment specialist who does all of our program demos and community outreach and helps with marketing. So we're small right now, but we're we have so many ideas to um, expand, like to other musicians and other styles of music, and, and um, offer like instrument packages. For example, uh, they can purchase to enhance their experience. So yeah, just a lot of ideas for growth and expansion, and we're just really excited. Well, that's neat. Well, you know, and with with this virtual model, even though you know they say COVID is I don't know. Some people say COVID's kind of we're over it, you know, even though it's uh, it's a new variant all the time. There are people that just don't feel healthy enough to go out into community um, to participate in an event. Um, and I know a lot of people since COVID, you know, have chosen to keep loved ones home um, versus placing them. So there's there's so many levels of complication. And I would think, too, for communities, this would really ease the burden a lot of times on the activities or life enrichment directors in terms of being able to go with the flow. So, you know, when staff shortages are there and they do occur and they're probably going to be with us for a while, I can see something like this really being able to help out um, in terms of, of still being able to serve the needs, you know, of the, of the clients, which is pretty dang cool. Um, wow, you're doing a lot. It's it's exciting. And I think it's neat that you have um, stepped in and gone virtual. I mean, I think a, a lot of people for many, many years, I know when I first stepped into this in 2009, people didn't believe virtual contact was real, or mm -hmm. that it had any value. They just kind of poo pooed it. Mm -hmm. And what I found was some of these virtual connections are more real than in-person connections 
because the the judgment and the um I don't know, just some of the kind of nonchalant things we say that really aren't meaningful, you know, occur and you're very focused in terms of bringing joy and kind of raising the vibration and the light in the room um, at, at all levels. And I, I think especially in the world we live in today, that is so, so critical for us. So kudos for you and your husband to be brave and kind of step into new space and and create a new model. I, I think we have to be fluid if we're really going to continue to serve. You know, we've got to, you know, look at those needs seriously there. Um, is there anything that we haven't talked about that we need to cover? That is a great question. I would, I know I briefly mentioned it, but I would really encourage anyone who is curious or wants to learn more to reach out to us. And also we have our free uh, monthly live session, which is a is a great way, kind of a great intro to us. And it's no strings attached. It's completely free. Um, we have two time options available with that. And uh, so we um, everything is on our website. The winter holiday collection I mentioned, the two uh, programs, Singing at Home, Music with Alexis, sign up for um the live session there's a contact us um button i guess button our uh, member login uh you can sign up for a program demo from our website we have a sample session page where you can just access a a 30 minute session uh no no cost no login or anything like that it's just there um every, everything's from our website so that's a great starting point Wonderful. Well, that makes it easy for people. So, um, you know, in wrapping up, I hope you found our conversation with Alexis Baker with Bridgetown Music Therapy is um, heartwarming as I did. I just, I'm just such a big believer in music therapy. I've seen the power of it over and over and over again. And I just think it's undeniable and worth, um, worth trying, you know. Uh, there's so many variables in so many types of music. And, you know, to me, the most important thing is it needs to be their music, maybe not your music. <laughs> and, and that's where yeah. some people kind of fall down on that one. Um, but that's an easy, an easy fix on that. So, you know, I would encourage you to be a giver of hope and like, click and share, spread the word, you know, help us connect people to services, products and tools that they need you know, some people don't even know that they need something because they don't even know it exists. They don't, they don't even know how it can help. And so that's part of our goal here. So again, you know, it, it costs you nothing, takes a little time to, to just click and share with your, your own influence um, and um, your own audience there and, and be a giver of hope and, 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 you know, play a part in making the world a little better place. You can go again to Alexis's um, website, which is bridgetownmt.com. You can email her at Alexis, and that is A-L-E-X-I-S at bridgetownmt.com, or they've got the big contact button on their site. You can find her on uh, Facebook at Bridgetown Music Therapy, same with Instagram, and then on LinkedIn as Bridgetown MT. 
So very accessible, as you can see, easy to talk to, um, knows her stuff and is passionate about helping. So don't hesitate, you know, reach out, check it out, pass it along and um, just make the world a better place. Thanks so much, Alexis. I really appreciate your time and all the work that you're doing to really improve people's lives. It's, you're making a big difference. So thank you. Oh, and thank you, Lori. It's been such a pleasure. And I want to thank you for all you do to spread the word and just, just encourage people. Oh, thank you. That's we try to be a megaphone here. You know, um, none of us can do it alone and everybody needs something a little bit different. And the easiest way to do that is have a natural conversation. I just, you know, keep it simple um, is my motto and, um, and have fun while you're doing it. So again, thank you so much. In wrapping up, I would also like to encourage people to swing by alzheimerspeaks.com. Check out all of our free educational resources there. You can also click on our book tab for Betty the Bald Chicken, Lessons in How to Care. And um, don't forget to look at uh, DementiaMap.com where you can search 150 different categories. You can um, look at the glossary of terms because so often when you get a diagnosis, you don't even know what you don't know. Um, there's some wonderful blog articles there. And of course, the calendar and resource directory are easily accessible. So have a wonderful, wonderful uh, holiday season and we'll see you guys next week. Bye now. Hi everyone, this is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.